0: From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. On today's podcast, using mindfulness meditation to ease anxiety stick around the things you should know podcast it's our pleasure to welcome you each and every week some of the topics that we discuss on this podcast range from tech to innovation health and wellness to yes unsolved mysteries and crimes you picked a great day to join us We've got a great podcast ahead for you. Sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy. Thank you for joining us at Things You Should Know Podcast. Hey, you. Yes, you. You're listening to things you should know podcast. You like it. you like to hear more. Well, great. Would you like to know two different ways that you can support the podcast? All you got to do is when you're done listening to this podcast, go down into the notes the show notes. There are two links there. Either one. Check them out. Thanks again. Have a great day. There are so many benefits to meditation and mindfulness. Meditation can give you a sense of calm, of peace and a balance that can benefit both your emotional well-being and your overall health. These benefits don't even end when your meditation sessions and meditation can help carry you more calmly through your day and may help you manage symptoms of certain medical conditions as well. Now, meditation and emotional well-being. When you meditate, you may clear away the information overload that builds up every day that contributes and is the source of your stress. Now, what are some of the emotional benefits of meditation? What do they include? Well, how about gaining a new perspective On that particular stressful situation. A new way to think about whatever it is that you're worried about. Number two, building skills to manage your stress. Number three, increasing self awareness. Number four, focusing on the present moment. Is everything okay right now? Number five, reducing negative emotions. Number six, increasing imagination and creativity. And lastly, increasing patience and tolerance. Hey, guys, welcome into the podcast. You've reached things you should know. My name is Kelly. And as always, as always, it's my uh, pleasure, my pleasure to welcome you all into the podcast today. As you can see from the entry, we're going to be talking about. Uh, Anxiety ways to ease our anxiety through one of my uh, most favorite practices. And I hope yours as well. Mindfulness and meditation. So if you're new to the channel, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for joining us today. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. We've got a lot of health and wellness uh, podcasts archived here. Uh, we're going to launch out on this uh, great one today, but you can go back through the podcast. There are a number of mindfulness, meditation, yoga, qigong, tai chi, breathing practice types of podcasts there. We talked uh, maybe about four weeks ago, eight different ways to handle anxiety without medication. So maybe you maybe want to check out that podcast. So basically, welcome aboard, guys. Uh, I um, have done... You know, I'm always doing research. So as I'm looking at the numbers, I I noticed that particular podcast. Uh, Let's see, that podcast was shot on December the 15th, and it is eight drug free ways to battle anxiety. And the more and more I look at that podcast, the the more and more downloads it gets. Uh, Let me see, because last time I looked, it was our most popular uh, podcast uh, in terms of stats. But let me see what what we're looking at now. Is it uh, almost almost the top is still what are the top 10 most commonly asked interview questions? But this is coming in a very, very close second. What are the top 10 most commonly asked interview questions was shot? Probably our second podcast. So that one's been in the archives for a while. And yet eight drug free ways to battle anxiety is coming in at a strong second. Okay. What does it tell me? That tells me that people are interested in that topic. And further, it tells me that people are dealing with anxiety. All of us in some way are dealing with anxiety. Some of us are dealing with it better than others, but it is a part of all of our lives. And not just because of 2020 and all that 2020 presented to us, but even prior to 2020, we're dealing with life situations. Some of us. Are dealing with it better than others. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I have uh, seen and heard different studies that suggest suicide and things like that are at an all time high. And we want people to understand that they can uh, and they are able to cope with their life situation. Just recently, this week, today is uh, the 2nd of February. And I want to tell this story right. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it just came to my mind and I didn't pull up the information beforehand. So let me see if I can find the story real quick. There was a beauty, um, beauty queen that I think committed suicide out of Texas. I think Uh, I just remember. Yeah. Uh, So there was a. um, Uh, A a beauty queen that I don't know, I guess I I don't know all the details again, but it looks like she um, committed suicide earlier this week or late last week. Her name is Chelsea Kirst. And um, it says um, she jumped from a building in Manhattan. She was an attorney. And uh, obviously, a very smart and beautiful young lady. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what, um, you know, what facilitated that. She was only 30 years old. She was only 30 years old. She was a Miss USA contestant and a winner from what I understand. She was Miss USA, what year? 2019. So only three years ago. Only three years ago. Hmm. So that makes me sad. You know, it, 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 I didn't know her, but you know, listen, we're all part of the human family. And when you see a young person with seemingly so much to live for, and for whatever reason, they've decided that uh, they don't agree with that. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I mean, my oldest son is 30 years old. Uh, so He's just a kid in in my mind. She's just a kid. And and this happened. So anyway, uh, that came across my uh, mind earlier this week. And as I was preparing for uh, the podcast, I was going completely in another direction, to be honest with you. We're going to be talking this week about. Some different things because we started talking about manifesting on our last podcast, which went really well. And I want—I told you I had um, some series. That was the first in about four of a series of podcasts. Well, I just didn't want to ignore this. I came back and I took a look at what we were doing in terms of downloads, and it just makes sense, guys. Let's circle back. Let's make sure we're all covered. I'm going to give you some ways uh, to deal with your anxiety. Uh, Of course, I will preface all of this by saying I am not a physician. Nor should any of this information supersede what your physician, your psychiatrist has told you. I think if you are dealing with something uh, extraordinary and you do feel suicidal, you need to reach out to a loved one or a professional that can assist you. Please do that. That's number one. Okay, so if you're feeling that way and you listen to this podcast, stop the podcast, call your family member, call your doctor, and get some immediate assistance. But if you are not feeling suicidal and you just want to find out different ways that you can deal with your anxiety and you're open. That's the key. You're open to using mindfulness and meditation practices. Then this is the podcast for you. Okay, not suggesting that you stop doing anything that your physician, your psychiatrist, your psychologist has told you to do. What I would suggest you do is perhaps incorporate what we're talking about today into what you're currently doing. For example, if you are on medication, antidepressants and things like that, please continue to follow those instructions. However, we are talking about non uh, we're talking about drug free ways to help. Quell your anxiety So incorporating what we're talking about today Is not going to be of harm to you It can benefit you Okay. The hope is that you'll get to the point Where you won't need the uh, medication Anymore The hope and the uh, intention here Is that we'll all be able to deal By understanding By understanding What our thoughts are And how we're uh, putting ourselves In these positions of pressure and stress And perhaps rearrange This is a term that I love from Neville Goddard. rearrange our minds, rearrange our minds. So what does that mean? That means, uh, for example, a magnet. If you've ever seen uh, magnets, magnets pull towards each other. That steel pulls pulls toward each other. Well, uh, a piece of regular steel is still uh, steel, metal. But for some reason, the atoms are arranged differently. And so they're not magnetized. OK, so within your mind, you could have certain thoughts and there's a way to arrange them where you can deal with them better. We all live on the earth, for example, and one person could see a wonderful, beautiful um, shining, you know, place to live. And then another person has decided that this is my last day. I can't deal with this anymore. This is the worst place. I, You know, I don't want I don't want to be here. So those are two different uh, facets of mine. And yes, everybody's circumstances are different. Yes, uh, they're always extenuating circumstances that we are not privy to but let's um, let's just jump into the practice today and see what we can learn so coming in we already threw out what some of the benefits so I'm going to go over those again really quickly really quickly. Uh, I'm going to talk about emotional benefits but I'm also going to talk about uh, some health benefits as well and I'm going to talk to you about a study because we always deal with numbers here we deal with factual information things that have been proven. And we're going to go from there. So as we came in, I told you about some emotional benefits of meditation, Uh, gaining a new perspective on a stressful situation, building skills to manage your stress. That's really what we want to be. If you're not a meditator, and you're just beginning. This is what this is the beginning of that beginning of that increasing self-awareness, focusing on the present. That really is such a big thing because so many of us live in the past. Uh, we're dreading something that happened or we feel bad about something that happened. We're condemning ourselves for something that we did or we are fearing the future. What if this happens? What if I lose this or what if that goes away or what if I, I get COVID? Or what, uh, oh, I, I've said the word now, uh, but you understand what I'm saying. Focus on the present is everything. Okay, right now. And in this present moment, I'm healthy, I am happy, and I'm able uh, to enjoy my life in this particular present moment. Uh, Reducing negative emotion, increasing imagination and creativity, and increasing patience and tolerance. Okay? Now, what are some of the Other benefits that you can get, research has shown that meditation may also help people who have these particular symptoms. It's not saying it's going to cure it, although if you ask me on a personal level, I think we have the capacity to 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 cure our bodies of anything. But meditation through studies have shown to uh, to researchers and they suggest that meditation can help people manage these sorts of symptoms. What sort of symptoms? Well, the first thing is anxiety. The first thing on this list is anxiety. That's what we're talking about today. Second thing is asthma, cancer, chronic pain. And then number five is depression. So anxiety and depression sort of in the same uh, shoebox, if you will. You know, one's a left shoe, one's a right shoe. Stress, depression, anxiety, insomnia, all of those kind of run together. Uh, Heart disease. High blood pressure, which, of course, anxiety uh, is going to facilitate some sort of uh, medical condition. So high blood pressure goes with that. Irritable bowel syndrome. Sleep problems. Yep. If you got sleep problems, then your serotonin at some point is going to be off. Uh, your your dopamine, your good feeling uh, uh, hormones are not shooting and, and in your system the way they normally are. You're having problems sleeping, which causes some level of depression based on your anxiety, your stress. And then you have health issues like high blood pressure and chronic pain. See, all that kind of runs together. And then lastly, tension headaches. Tension headaches. Okay? So those are some of the uh, areas that you can uh, affect positively, and the emotions are some of the things that you can look to gain. Okay? So let's start at the beginning. Okay? Let's assume that you don't have any idea what meditation is. Let's assume you've never meditated. You don't know anyone who's ever meditated. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm going to get you back to that episode really quick. I know you're enjoying the podcast. I wanted to say thank you, break in really quick to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Three things really quickly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, please go down in the show notes. We have a new um way to communicate and it is through text so we'd love to hear from you guys so please send us a text message when you're done listening to this episode we'd love to know what your thoughts are and then lastly please go into our digital store we've got a lot of digital products there that can help you be supported throughout these content deliveries throughout the podcast there are ways for you to download these worksheets and ebooks and different things that can help really solidify some of the content that we talk about here on Rethink Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and I'll get you back to your episode. So let's just start there. What is meditation? So first of all, meditation is a practice, meaning uh, the idea that you call something a practice, like yoga, qigong, tai chi, these are practices. This is something that, you do to raise your level of awareness, your level of consciousness, your 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 energetic vibration. But because we call it a practice, we know that we can never really perfect it. So we do it consistently in order to gain the benefits thereof. So meditation is a practice and it's a practice that's been around thousands of years. Meditation originally was meant to help deepen your understanding of more sacred and mystical forces of life, i.e. meditation is your connectivity to your source, whether you call that God or the universe or being or whatever your practice is, whatever your spiritual or religious belief is. Meditation is that time. A lot of religious folks kind of go from I don't want to cross meditation with prayer. Because prayer to a lot of people is a um, idea of going before an entity, before God and asking for stuff. We're not talking about that today. That's not meditation. Meditation is quiet time. Meditation is when you are um, focused inwardly. Inwardly. Uh, Meditation is commonly used for relaxation and stress reduction, along with some of the stuff we talked about before as well. But if you go on YouTube these days, you will see a lot about meditation, guided meditation all the way to some more curious types of meditation. And we're just going to keep it simple today. We're just going to keep it simple today. Meditation is considered a type of mind body connection, a mind body complementary medication or medicine a way that you connect the mind and the body, Uh, similar to yoga. Yoga is mind, body, heart, uh, mind, body, health type of situation. Meditation can produce a deep state of relaxation as well as a tranquil mind. Well, Kelly, do I have to stop my thoughts? Do I have to stop thinking in order to gain the benefits of meditation? No, it's an impossibility. As a matter of fact, I'm going to challenge you to think about uh, mind, M-I-N-D, not your mind. I'm going to challenge you to think about that differently. So there's mind. Uh, there's the idea that um, just like our heartbeat, just like reflexes or things that are being done for us or in a way that we are not necessarily controlling, this is the way mind acts. And this is the way thoughts come to us. Thoughts are just You know, if you never heard this before, just go with me. Thoughts are available in the ether, in the atmosphere. And depending on who you are and how you're vibrating, your moods and things like that, different thoughts may come to you at different time. Now, surely, you know, other people have had similar thoughts to you. So it's not like your thought. But we tend to think that we're doing this. We're promoting these thoughts. You're not the only person who's ever had trepidation over speaking in public. The thought of, you know, falling, walking down the aisle on your wedding day is doesn't solely belong to you. Okay, so um, the thoughts are out there and they come to you. And here's how I describe being able to be effective at meditation. You're talking about somebody who's done this more than at this point. I'm, I'm almost 15 years in very difficult at first because I was trying to listen to everyone and trying to do it every different way. And here's kind of what I've, I've found. Meditation uh, most effectively for me has been allowing my thoughts to come and then also allowing them to go. It's kind of like if you were watching cars drive down the street, you can see them coming You don't have to get in every car, allow them to go wherever they're going. Just allow them to go. You be the witness. You be the witness and you just kind of sit back and allow your mind to do whatever it does. Now, I will tell you this at the beginning, at the beginning, you will feel like uh, you're wrestling a bear, like you're trying to, you know, uh, catch smoke with your hand. It's, It's relatively difficult because many of us have have never done it. And so we've got all these thoughts in our in our mind. We go from having to have these devices and have the TV on and the radio going. The reason we do all that is because we don't want the quiet time where thoughts are, you know, um, for the most part, conquering us. Meditation is an effort to simply connect with higher with your higher being. And what I have done. Over the years, I've gone from trying to meditate to simply accepting that I am that meditative practice. And you don't have to be in your closet or in a quiet place to meditate, although that helps. And I'm going to suggest you do that at first. But you really can be driving in your car. Driving is a meditative practice, riding your bike, walking, running. These are meditative practice. Why? Because you are um, doing an activity that is kind of centering you. And it's it, you're focused on a thing and then you're allowing it to simply be. You're allowing it to simply be. So before I complicate things, get too far off, let's go into different types of meditation. This will help you. So ways to meditate, they can include a guided meditation. What does that mean? Like I said before, you can go on to YouTube, type in guided meditation and some wonderful person will walk you through a scenario Um of uh visualization, perhaps uh, that will keep you focused on your breath and hopefully raise your vibration that's the goal that's the goal it uses uh, you can be using you know any of your sense sensations smell touch taste sound mostly sound because you're looking on YouTube could be um, any of those things, but you would guide the teacher the teacher would guide you by his or her voice and they would lead you into meditation and there's certainly nothing wrong with that. A mantra meditation, mantras are uh, repeating, you know, calming words, for example, or phrases, you know, uh, I am prosperity or I am uh, healthy. You know, you could you could meditate and you could just kind of go into the silence and you can repeat that it aloud or you can repeat it within your mind and you can use that as your focus. Mindfulness meditation, this type of meditation is based on simply being mindful or having an increased awareness and acceptance of living in the present moment. Okay? If your present moment is not desirable, then you're going to have trouble with that. I think mindfulness meditation is uh, difficult to begin with because a lot of people don't quite understand how to live in the present moment. They automatically go to the past or to the future. Okay? uh Qigong, we talked about this earlier, this is more of an exercise, but the practice generally combines meditation and relaxation, physical movement and breathing exercises to restore and maintain your balance. I love, love, love Qigong. It is probably one of the best practices you can do. Probably one of the best you can do. Tai Chi, very similar to Qigong. This also is a gentle Chinese martial arts practice, uh, but it can be done with different postures and in a slow, graceful way that promotes deep breathing and, of course, a meditative state. A lot of people practice transcendental meditation, but very few people know what it is. Transcendental meditation is a simple natural technique. In transcendental meditation, you simply repeat Uh, A personally assigned mantra, such as a word, sound or phrase in a specific way. This allows your body to settle into a state of profound rest and relaxation and your mind to achieve a state of inner peace. Inner peace is where we're going. This is where we're going. And then lastly, yoga. So most of you know what yoga is. This is, of course, a series of postures and controlled breathing techniques to promote also flexibility in your body, but a calm mind. You listen to this channel. I preach yoga all the time. I've told you guys I do yoga with Adrian. I do Aloe Moves. If you want to look at the uh, free membership for Aloe Moves, it's going to be in the show notes. You can check that out for 30 days. Man, there are tons and tons and tons of teachers and yogis on there that will help get you into uh, a calm area. And yoga, uh, the movement of your body with Tai Chi and Qigong and yoga, this is important because you want to allow the, that pent up energy in your body to be released and to and to exit. But at the same time, you want to be able to calm yourself and you don't want to create any extra or undue stress. All right. Some of the elements of uh, meditation are focused attention, focused attention. Is generally, one of the most important things of meditation This is what helps free your mind from distraction. Throughout the day, you get stressed many times. We get stressed because we're trying to focus on so many things. We're not living in the present moment and everything grabs our attention and it makes us feel thin, unaffected and stressed. If you watch the news, then you're going to always be stressed. I hate to tell you this. You don't have to watch the news. If watching the news stresses you out, I suggest you stop watching the news. Pick yourself a good news source online and read it so it can't be sensationalized. So if you feel like you've got to know every single thing that's going on. But even then, you're going to internalize a lot of that. OK, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about news, so I'm going to go on to the next thing. relaxed breathing. Breathing techniques are very important. The the ability to master deep breathing and and to be able to uh, bring into your vessel the maximum amount of oxygen and air is so important. It's so important. The purpose is to slow down your breathing in meditation and calm you. This is going to reduce your stress and it's going to help you in so many ways. Now, you want to find a quiet setting and you want to have certain sitting postures and positions. And because this is a podcast, I can only verbally describe to you these things. Uh, But because I like you all, I'm going to also attach one of uh, Adrian's videos and put the link into the show notes so you can actually see what it is I'm talking about. And she'll walk through visually with you what I'm walking through uh, verbally with you. A comfortable position sounds like that. You know, we're not talking about laying on your bed. You want to sit and it's very important that your back, that your spine is erect. Okay, that your spine is erect. We're talking about energy flow. We're talking about good posture. We're talking about the ability to create deep breathing and to focus on your breath. And it's important that you sit with your spine erect. If you're able to sit on your bottom and cross your legs into what's called a lotus position or a half lotus position that's great for, for the purposes of the flow of your energy. Put your hands on your knees, palms faced up. If you're not able to do that, find yourself a chair. Sit in a chair. Back straight, posture, shoulders relaxed. Brow relaxed. Hands on your knees, palms face up, and prepare yourself to meditate and and the other thing if you've never done this before or if you're skeptical about this the one thing that's going to help you or defeat you is your attitude so take in you know into this practice an open mind and open attitude at least for 30 days and see how it goes because you're listening to this perhaps because you do deal with anxiety and so think about it this way perhaps the way you're currently dealing with it is not super effective so what do you have to lose what do you have to lose? All right. So what I always do is I post these articles on our Facebook page. There's plenty more here for you to read. Uh, but I want to jump over to a different article and I'm going to talk to you about um, how to practice and uh, get specific into some, some certain areas and also give you some examples of some folks who have dealt with what you're dealing with, which is, you know, the anxiety. If many of you watch the news, like I said before, there's an ABC News correspondent. His name is Dan Harris. This happened to him in 2004 when he was broadcasting live on the air for Good Morning America. He started to experience a panic attack. Okay, he says, quote, my lungs seized up. My palms started sweating. My mouth dried up. I just couldn't speak. I had to quit in the middle of my little newscast and it was really embarrassing. Now, Harris credits meditation with helping him work through the anxiety that caused a panic attack in the first place. He um, you want to look through this article, but he did write a memoir. It's called 10 percent happier about that particular experience and also about his experiences with and using meditation. Now, that's just one example. So I, I wanted to share with you because many of you may know him if you do watch Good Morning America and good, a lot of people do. And so if someone like that, you know, a trained professional is going to have panic attack, a lot of people deal with this and we don't really know it. And we think that we're weak or we're the ones that, you know, can't particularly function well because everybody else seems to be getting along fine. Well, the truth of the matter is everybody really isn't getting along fine. You don't really know what other people are dealing with. You just don't know. OK, now, here's an article. Uh, this comes to us from uh, NPR. I love NPR. This is pretty long, though, and I didn't want to go through the whole thing. But how a leading meditation teacher recommend the loving kindness meditation as the best support during the pandemic is no mystery that a lot of people were stressing out during the pandemic. Uh, especially for us in the West, because not only were we dealing with a pandemic, but we were dealing with the really, really, um, how do I say this? And not if anyone, we were, we were in a political climate and, and really still are, but we were in a really harsh political climate. So it made it even worse. So there were a lot of unknowns and a lot of people were dealing with stress. So, This is one of the things, I'll be honest with you, during that time, I mean, we all had to become aware of COVID. We all had to deal with these elections, things like this. Uh, it, It affects us all. So during this time, I was continuing to utilize my meditation practices, my yoga practice. If nothing else, I would do that every day, sometimes twice a day. And it really helped me. And it really helped uh okay, let's see. What else do I have here? I am going to um, post all these articles onto our Facebook page, and I'm just going to um, encourage you, encourage you to get started with meditation. I told you some benefits already emotionally, and I told you some benefits potentially. For your health I'm going to walk you through Now And I'm also going to put a link in the In the in the bio I'm going to put a link re, re, um, Related to yoga and mindfulness Meditation from Adrian And I'm going to find one of the better Guided meditations that I use As a matter of fact I know what I'm going to do I listen to a channel called um, What's well, the gentleman's name His name is Brian Scott He's probably one of the better uh, guided meditation aficionados that I've heard, and I'm going to put one of his in the comments as well in the in the show notes. And so you're going to get two things in addition to the alo moves in, in case you decide that you wanted to do the uh, 30 day free yoga situation. So those are going to be able to help you, but I want to just kind of walk through you with you and describe to you what a morning routine looks like, and then what An evening routine looks like too that incorporates meditation. Okay, so it's important. I would say that you do, if you're going to do meditation, to do it in the morning because once you first wake up, your mind's in a certain uh, um, formation, an alpha stage, and it's going to be easier for you to to meditate in, in the morning. You know, at the end of the day, you can do it too. However, you're going to be dealing with whatever happened throughout that day and it may be a little more difficult. But once you get deeper into this, you're going to be a pro and it's not going to be difficult at all. So what you want to do is I get up every morning around 5.36 a.m. and I meditate for at least 30 minutes. Okay, and at night, uh, my goal has always been to meditate the same at least 30 minutes before bed. And my meditation in the morning is just that I, I go into it very intentionally, very clear minded. I don't do anything. I go straight to my closet. I don't uh, use the restroom. I don't take a shower. I don't work out. First thing I do is meditate. And that's what I'm suggesting you do and do it with the intention of being open and receiving. Receiving what? Well, what is it that you need or desire? If it is calmness, if it is peace, if it is uh, some sort of solution to a particular issue you're dealing with, you've got to know that you are connected to uh, mind. And there is conscious mind and there is subconscious mind. Subconscious mind is universal and it knows all things. If you're able to connect with that, your source, the universe, subconscious mind, whatever you want to call it, there is and therein lies the answer. But you've got to have uh, enough calmness. You know, you've got to have a quiet mind to the point of receiving the information. Imagine if you were on your cell phone and you were in your car with the loud music and the person on your cell phone is going to have a very difficult time hearing you and you're going to have a difficult time hearing them. But if you turn your radio off, it would be much easier to hear The conversation, not that meditation is conversation, but if you want to just listen, you've got to turn off the other things. And that comes your focused attention. And that's what is meant by focused attention. Kill the distractions. You know, getting up early has that benefit. Usually everybody in my house is still asleep. When I'm meditating, no one's calling me. No one needs me for anything. There's 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 no TV on. There's none of that. So I'm able to focus my attention. Okay. So if you're able to get up early, five thirty six a.m., start your day. Even earlier, uh, you can do that, and your meditation practice can begin then. Um, You want to begin in the now, rather than focusing on the past or the future. just don't have any necessary necessarily any expectation. Expectation and intention are two different things. If you go into meditation and say, OK, I'm going to give this a week. And if I don't feel any better, then I'm not going to meditate anymore. Well, listen, that's unrealistic, number one. And number two, uh, if, if you have that sort of attitude about it, you may as well not meditate because it is a practice. It's going to take time and everyone is different. Okay? Everyone is different. So, what maybe took me seven days may take you 21 days, but what difference does it make as long as you get to where you're going? Okay? So, here's what I would encourage you to do start tonight, start today, meditate, pick out a place in your home that is uh, secure and that is quiet. And many times that's our closets because you don't want to have to you know, go all the way down in the basement if, if you know, you're getting out of bed. Or maybe you do, maybe you don't mind. If it's close to you, you have a better chance of doing it every day. That's my point. If you get up by your bed, just go into your closet. Or if you live by yourself, it doesn't really matter. So you don't have to deal with other people. But find a quiet place, a comfortable place, not too comfortable where you're going to fall asleep again, but comfortable enough for you to sit uh, with your legs crossed, at least half lotus, palms open up on your knees and your back, your spine erect, and just allow yourself to be. It's one of the most difficult things for human beings. Allowing ourselves to be, there's no expectation. You can set your intention. Your intention is to uh, maintain a calm mind or to uh, become uh, less anxious and to connect with your source. That is your intention. This is why you're doing that. But as you're meditating, simply allow whatever thoughts to come, allow them to go. You do this over a period of time. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be amazed at how easy it becomes, how much of a connection you can maintain with your source, with your higher self, with your subconscious mind, with the universe. You're going to be amazed at how that solutions and synchronicities and I don't believe in them, but coincidences and things like this happen, what Neville Gardner calls his bridge of incidents, courses will begin to take place in your life to bring the solutions for you. And ultimately, uh, this puts you in the driver's seat. It gives you the power and the confidence to know that you can take control of your own life and you can uh, take control of your own thoughts and you are a creator ok so guys make sure you check out all the stuff I've listed for you I've taught a lot longer than I thought I would check out all the stuff that I've listed there in the show notes and my, my goal and my intention and my hope is that this is helpful for you and this will help it, it, it sounds overly simplistic in some ways I guess but the truth of the matter is uh, knowledge does not apply itself and only way you're going to get benefits from meditation is to meditate okay so uh, be well and come check us out in another in, I don't know how many was today we're going to have another podcast up in about two days so come check us out in two days and actually, actually we're going to do a live for that podcast we're on Instagram I didn't tell you that before but we're on Instagram so find us on Instagram things you should know And we're going to start doing lives with our podcast. And this is for everyone. Okay, guys, thanks a lot. I'll talk to you soon. Be well. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now if you've enjoyed this episode. We encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.